Welcome to Wellnice, a podcast brought to you by a collective of wellness junkies conspiring to curate contentment. From fashion to fitness to floristry, we'll delve into the small pleasures and self-care practices that make us feel well nice. From the everyday to the unexpected, we'll be inspired to reframe what we consider as wellness in our daily life. Mixing anything from crystals and elixirs and art and interiors to bed raving in the field of new slippers. This exploration is not just wellness, it's just, well, nice. Hi everyone. Hi. Hi. Super excited about our guest, aren't we? She's someone who really embodies her business philosophy of health without judgment. We had some really open and hilarious chats with her. Obviously, she's big on the sexual wellness and um, this might not be one for you, mum. So maybe switch off now. (laughs) Could all of our mums please fast forward to the next episode? Um, (laughs) Let's take a listen. Our guest today is Georgia Forsyth, founder of Cohere Studio, which bridges the gap between taboo and wellness. Georgia believes that wellness is a journey and that health should come from a non-judgmental place. She is a nutritionist by trade, but has pivoted into sexual wellness because she believes that self-pleasure plays such an important role in our well-being. She also recently launched her very own sex toy called Roommate, and we're looking forward to hearing more. Georgia, welcome to the Wellnice podcast. Thank you. Hi, everyone. So great to be here. Hi. How How are you feeling today? How are your Wellnice levels? They're good. Well, let's just get straight into it. We're going to go ahead with your first well nice thing that you like to do. Yeah, I love a good maz. Um, <laughs> <laughs> love it. Can you day. specify what you mean by that? Because we yeah. actually had to have a WhatsApp chat today. Oh, just to confirm. Yeah, we I were like, are we, are we all on the same page with what maz is? <laughs> so maz means masturbation, which is, you know, why I launched Roommate, which is my first sex toy, a clitoral suction sex enhancer um for the femme community I just think it helps keep the cadence going and I think when you're in and out of connections um or you're partnered up but it just think it just releases all the goodness and a slur of different hormones it helps you sleep it helps with your gut health and boosts your immunity and I think it also connects you with thyself and I think that's super important Honestly, I, I, yeah, I do it every day, even when I've got my period, like I'm just all about it. And I just think, you know, it's such a great gig that I can provide orgasms to women on the daily. It's fantastic. I love, I love it. it. What, yeah. what a life purpose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get an orgasm, you get an orgasm. Like it's yeah. great. How long, like how long are we talking f- like you normally do? How do you do it? You know, like how people talk through the meditation process. Yeah, they like, yeah. get up in the morning. Talk us through it, Georgia, a bit. Yeah, set it seat. I'll set the mood for you. <laughs> I don't just stick to roommate. I must admit, like I've got quite a few sex toys. Um, um, roommate is obviously, you know, my shining star, but I've got to mix it up. I don't just lay there like a starfish either. Like, I think if you're fucking yourself, you need to move around the bedroom, do it in the shower, on the kitchen bench. Keep it fresh. Got to keep yeah. it fresh. Yeah. yeah. Just as if you were having sex with a partner. Like, it needs to be, yeah. Well, um, nice. Yeah, well, nice. <laughs> do you find um, that... Um, 
you mentioned your hormones and things. Do you find that it's different at different times of the month? Do you find that I was actually thinking earlier, I was like, oh, I wonder if she can hack her mood with things like this, you know, like your mm. libido changes at different times of the month. Also, you get more like stressed and tense. Do you notice it helps you ride those kind of um, literally ride those um, ebbs and flows <laughs> in the month? Um, I... No, I think because I do it every day. Okay, last night I had to wind down after work. And then when I was in bed, I had to do it three times just to fall asleep because I was really wound up. Um, So, like, I sort of just do it in instances whenever I feel like it. When I'm ovulating, I'm probably, yeah, I feel hornier. So I'm probably going to do it more often and, like, at the drop, like, anything will trigger it. I'm like, oh, God, I need to have a mass right now. And yeah, you like. I think if you were asking someone else, they probably might be able to pinpoint it for me because I just do it so regularly, and it's just part of my ritual, just like brushing my teeth. It probably keeps you balanced for the month if you do it daily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that it's part of your daily routine like you said like brushing your teeth or you know half of us don't manage to meditate on the daily and you're kind of making space for this in your day um, which is awesome have you noticed that more people are talking about it as well do you think your friends have kind of taken on a bit of this as well is anyone else that you've heard of in your circle kind of doing it more yeah I think that when I had initially said that I was going to bring out a sex toy I think everyone was kind of like oh okay and then that sort of I think triggered conversation um but I try and normalize it by like sometimes if I'm like I'm like oh sorry I'm like I was fucking myself before I came and then (laughs) they're like oh yeah okay they're like sort of get it now or they'll be like oh you're really glowing and I'm like oh thank you and I just masturbated I try and just yeah worth it into the conversation more but I mm. think my circle is very much used to it now and they've all been you know gifted I think I have prompted it actually a bit more because I was just thinking another girlfriend of mine she's like oh, I bought another sex toy the other day so it's sort of like people are starting yeah. to get a little bit more into it mm. I think a lot of uh, more businesses are getting into it as well now and even my stockist would never have had a sex toy unless I approached them. So yeah, definitely yeah. trying to yeah close the orgasm gap and, you know, prompt climax change. I think it's very male centric. And I think yeah. with men, if they're wanking, no one bats an eyelid. But if you say that you're polishing the pearl, you know, <laughs> or flicking the bean, it's like, oh my God, like yeah. man but it really it's so interesting the girls will know this I'm the kind of geeky one of the three so I work in trend forecasting and we do a lot of research around this so obviously sexual wellness is a huge trend so I was super excited to speak to you but today I was looking into some statistics about masturbation I had to think really hard you know what device I was going to look at that on Uh, (laughs) but it was super interesting in my search results anything kind of older than about 2020 was all about male masturbation Mm. and then suddenly from like 2020 onwards the search results were about both parties and actually kind of focused on that female pleasure because it's it's gone from being sort of like kind of seedy research about male masturbation to actually sexual pleasure and wellness Um, and one of the stats that was interesting was 84% of 
consumers globally considered masturbation a form of self-care in 2020 and that's up from 54 percent in 2016 so that's a 30% increase in people considering it self-care that's a stat from Tenga which I think is a sex toy company as well um, but I was thinking what an amazing change that we're mm. seeing a you know those kind of that research into female sexual health we see hardly any research into like female health as an entire category but it's so refreshing to see that and it being seen as self-care and speaking to you who's really championing it and living it as daily self-care which is awesome yeah exactly <laughs> and for the younger community and uh, I love Jimmy do, do you prescribe it to clients so you, you know like here you go here's your magnesium here's your b12 and here also you need to get on a daily maz yeah, if people are really stressed, I will ask the question if they are masturbating. Some people are a little bit uncomfortable. Um, but I think that when you come to see me and you know what I'm doing, I think that it's inevitable. I've often gifted some clients as well. And if they've had issues in their relationship as well, that's, you know, it's just maybe something else they might be able to try. I'll definitely try and worm it in to the conversation yeah I certainly talk about it a lot yeah I think it's great you make it accessible and you make it cool and it's so weird actually Nia those figures that it's taken that long like if you think about Samantha in Sex in the City I thought you know after her it would have been much more mainstream but those figures from what was that early 2000s she was or whatever Sex in the City to 20 Like, yeah, that took that long. Yeah, to, to yeah. be more normalized. That's mad. Yeah. And she was kind of like she was the caricature, I guess, in Sex mm. and the City. And it wasn't mm. now. I think you'd see it more, and like all four characters would be doing it. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. <laughs> true, true. Like, they wouldn't shame her, but they wouldn't celebrate mm. it as much. Whereas nowadays mm. they would. Whereas those days it was still a little bit like oh, and everyone else would be like oh, she's just you know. The slut, I guess. Yeah. She was ahead of the curve. She, yeah, she exactly. Knew. When as, a- and then, yeah, as you get older, though, and like say you are having a lot of sex now, even still, people like celebrate that. No, you're not identified as a slut. Like it's just this whole paradigm that we're sort of working through, and it's it's nice. It's good. It's, it's well, well nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. 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 on that. We're going to move on to your second one, which is that you like to be well manicured at all times. Divulge, tell us what you mean by that. I just think as a female, and I don't know if I sound vain by saying this. So manicured meaning like I need my nails done at all times, my brows. Yeah, you get it. Um, (laughs) You get it, yeah. Yeah, and I'm also a Libran, and I just think that ties in with a Libran as well. I just feel like I've got my shit together when I have all these little tricks up my sleeve it's definitely not vain and I think that it feels like it's vain because it's about appearance like lots of the things it's a bit like when you're working at home and you get changed into clothes that kind of make you feel nice or make you feel smart yeah it completely changes your attitude it's the same as if your hair's done or if your eyebrows are done like you just feel like yeah you've got your shit together 100%. 100%. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you create a sense of homeostasis within thyself. 100%. And I think that's important. Mm. I also yeah. think it's for me, because I'm, I'm very much like that too, Georgia. I've got my eyebrows oh, done today, God. actually, and got my nails oh, done yesterday. Yeah. So with you yes. on that. Um, but it's kind of a bit like a bit more poly, like I'm ready. It's a bit like a non armor, but mm. something, you know, like. Um, yeah, actually. Yeah, you're right. It is. That's how I feel a bit. And um, 
I've just been doing it so for so many years. Like if my nails aren't done and, you know, my eyebrows aren't as dark as I would like, I'd feel like slipping, something's slipping. <laughs> I think we all in lockdown for the, well, for a little while, we kind of celebrated the fact that we could be on Zoom calls in our tracksuit pants, slippers, like we didn't go and get our nails done. And then suddenly everyone started like dressing up for Zoom calls because they realized like that's what makes you feel switched on. It makes you feel your powerful self. And then everyone like ran back to the nail salons and things as soon as they opened, despite the fact that, you know, we were in that close proximity with someone that you know may have had the virus or whatever but we were like we don't care we're gonna go get our nails done like I think it says something for how good that makes us feel in a time that we were all kind of feeling not so great yeah. um, it's so, yeah. true. so from a manicured self to manicured surroundings you told us that your third well nice is your house yes uh, I'm highly organized and when I have a clean house everything's great. I just feel so much better when my house is done. Like if I was going away, like my house would need to be all in order. It would need to be fresh sheets. I need fresh towels. I just need everything in order for me to be able to think properly. And um, I feel really frazzled and I get really anxious if things are not the way that I like them. And how do you feel when people are, because we've got one of these houses that everyone just seems to come over all the time and it's just constant mess because of that. How do you feel when people come over? Oh, I'm fine. People come over. That's fine. They make themselves at home. Um, I don't know that maybe people might feel differently. Do you feel anxious that it's being messed up? No, because I know when they leave, I'm going to fix it. (laughs) The whole time thinking, okay, that's going to be fixed. Yeah, doing the to-do list of what's going to be fixed. (laughs) But the last guy I dated, he would have like a lot to say. Like he would be like, oh my God, Georgia. Like there'd be like a bit of pepper and he's like, does this bother you? And I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to, it's going to be fixed later on. So it'll be fine. But I wouldn't be able to go to sleep at night without my house being in order before I go to sleep. Yeah. Do you, does your bedroom, um, you know, with you sort of having that real focus on like sex and pleasure, is your bedroom a very kind of, I'm assuming it's very orderly, but is it kind of, do you, do you set a certain mood? Well, it doesn't actually have to be your bedroom. As you said, it could be the kitchen bench. Is that set for mood as well? <laughs> and how do you achieve that kind of um, styling um, in your home? Um, I just, everything's sort of, I have like a minimalistic approach and everything's very light and yeah. It seems very feminine from what I can see in the background. So George has got some really beautiful art. Mm. Uh, oh yeah. Very minimal sofa. There's a beautiful yeah. lamp with lovely feminine curves. Um, yeah. so I feel, yeah, there's a bit of a feminine yeah. kind of, but not in a like, you know, floral chintzy feminine way, more of a kind of chic chic colors and curves way serenity it's very like mm. yeah it's got good vibes in here my my psychic also cleared it all out for me as well before like when i'd moved in so got the crystals got all the things going so that's part of the cleanse as well the psychic cleanse Love yeah that. it's a very different kind of cleanse it's not like, <laughs> obviously get the sage and the palo santo going but no danny did like a big clearing and like got rid of any um spirits that were left over or hadn't passed on yet so cleared them and I and I could tell a difference too because when I first got here 
I don't know. There was just like some energy and like when I bought the apartment, it wasn't like the best experience. So I thought maybe that was just residue um, just from the previous owners. But no, there was like, yeah. And I could tell every time I went into my spare room, oh, I felt gross. Every time I went in there, I would just hate it. And then and apparently there was like an older gent who would be sort of like hovering in the doorway and was really upset that I was in the apartment. So once we cleared him and a few other spirits that were sort of lingering about, um, apparently we're all systems go now. And everyone that walked in was like, oh my God, such beautiful energy. I love it. And I was like, great. we're all quite excited about this one too magnesium we're all quite into it so what type do you take why do you take it tell us more okay so i also prescribe this to all of my clients and anyone i talk to really i'm like are you having magnesium i just think it's the answer to all of our prayers really that and amaz really it's my two m's it's the mother of all minerals so great for aches and pains good for your gut health um, good for your menstrual cycle. It helps with de-stressing. Like I just think it is the best. And I actually take two powder forms, one mid-morning and one at nighttime. The one that I have mid-morning um, has bees in it as well, which is really great for stress and anxiety. Not that like I'm like stressed or an anxious person, but obviously things crop up sometimes in life and, you know, just want to handle it. And it's also just maintenance and exercise a lot. And then the night one is um, just a biocuticals one and it really helps me go to sleep. And But I probably, yeah, I have two scoops of that and two scoops of the other one um, and People probably would think that I'm overdosing, but really by the time it gets down to your stomach and, you know, your absorption, it's, you're probably not absorbing it all anyway. So I just Do you use any topical? um, Yes, that was mine as well. Mm. Yeah, I have um, the magnesium spray as well. So I will put that um, all over my body at nighttime, maybe sometimes in the morning. Um, And I'll always, yeah, any aches and pain areas and also on my uterus leading up to my period and during. I'd um, started to do that actually. It does itch a bit. Is that is that normal? Yeah, I would put some like moisturizer on beforehand or some coconut oil or any kind of oil beforehand that will help ease those little like um, the tingles. But it, it, it subsides after a little while. But yeah, topical magnesium is just more readily absorbed. And then second would be your powder form. And then third would be capsules. I mean, you can get it obviously from your food, like your dark leafy greens. It's also in dark chocolate, but it's, I just think by the time it gets through our systems, you just, some people, you're just not absorbing as much as what you could be. I didn't realize how much it could, if you get a good form, because I'd always taken a tablet form. Mm. And then I all of a sudden went to a powder form and I take it at night um, I just couldn't believe how much it could help you sleep. I've always taken sleeping tablets Same. when I need to. Never been as probably natural as I should, but um, I just couldn't believe it. It re- it works just as well as any sleeping tablet or CBD oil, yeah. anything like that. 
Oh no, it's the best. I always go topical. Um, And interestingly, so my son, who's 11 months old, I've started buying him baby bath oil that has magnesium in it. And I was like, that is going to make him sleep. So, I mean, he doesn't really sleep that well. But I was like, love that they're making that for babies now as well. Yeah, everyone's on the magnesium train. Oh, God, it's the best. I love it so much, so much. And you said that you use it for recovery when you've exercised. So your next Well Nice, moving the rig. Moving the rig. Hayley, tell us. Yes. So I have quite a strict workout routine. Not strict, it's just habitual, just how I am. Uh, I will do like a cycle class twice a week. I've just upped the ante and started doing Barry's twice a week. And then I'll do Legree. Um, it's very slow, Legree, and very hard and it hurts. And that's sort of my workout routine. And then on the weekends, I'll just do a coastal walk. However, with that being said, the last two mornings I haven't exercised because I've just been really busy and my sleep takes precedence um and I just feel a little bit better by not exercising as much yeah I'm saying because when you exercise you do place quite a bit of stress on the body so I'm trying to go for a walk instead of doing like really high intensity workouts um I did bar for quite a few years as Lizzie knows and I was at Lean Bean but I can't do bar because it hurts my lower back but that was yeah that would probably be my workout of choice but I can't do that one anymore but yeah I have to move the rig and that is purely for my mental health Um, if I don't do something in the morning I feel really um, scattered for the rest of the day and I just like to be set up for the rest of the day. So that's sort of... Do you tailor what you do around your cycle and things like that? Or do you kind of stick with your regulars? Yeah, I get asked this a lot. And because of my workout routine, like on a Monday, it'll be cardio. So it'll be Barry's or Shelter. And then like Tuesday would be Legree. Wednesday would be Barry's. And then Thursday, Legree. And then Friday is Shelter cycle to be honest my period usually comes when I'm pedaling my heart out or dying on the treadmill (laughs) so I I just like I I try um but it just like no that's (laughs) good it shows that it's like possible for different body types that you can get on with normal life like I think some bodies are a lot more sensitive to high intensity exercise for example Mm-hmm. Um, I can feel it though like if I'll be like I'll struggle a little bit more and I'm like oh like my body hates it like she'll just be like oh can we just have a rest but I'm like well we're in the middle of the workout routine here the schedule um, yeah we've got a schedule to stick by it's Monday it's gonna set me up when I'm ovulating I have a ton of energy like I am like an energizer bunny on speed like it's I've got so much energy and then when I've got my period I'm I'm yeah I'm feel like a bit of a shot duck but I'm just sort of power through which is you know not the best thing for my uterus but good for the mental health great for the mental health you know it's nice wow thanks so much George I love that (laughs) 
really Thank great tips. I was making well. notes. I was like, right. Yes, name. I've got um, my pen here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> magnesium. Really awesome. We all love that you're champion sexual wellness. And I just hope those figures go up next time. Maybe we'll check in this time next year, Neo, with those figures. <laughs> Can't wait to see what you do next. Yeah, I know. Yeah, stay tuned. Yeah. I know. <laughs> anything disruptive. Anything disruptive. So love it. Great challenge. Bye, girls. Bye. all known Georgia for a while over the last few years and she's such a character she's so much fun so energetic and she's got a really lovely energy and I think the conversations were just refreshing and a bit different it was just so good to chat to her and hear about her business Cohere I really like the fact that she's like this nutritionist and I was quite excited to hear because of all the health things that she knows about like which ones is she going to pick and I think it was really cool the ones that she did pick obviously she's big on the sexual wellness yeah I absolutely (laughs) love her philosophy on sexual wellness and I love that she picked magnesium as a key supplement of all the ones she could have picked um yeah and there was some some great gems in there not obvious ones that you would expect from a nutritionist so I think that's what made it really great and really fun right yeah she really just broadened the idea of self-care which is what we're all about at well nice if you thought that was well nice it would be well nice if you could subscribe or share with a friend see you soon